0: Welcome to Working Matters. I'm Claudia
1: Rimple, And I'm Carl Edwards. Join the conversation on the web at BoldEnterprises.com. Well, here we are in week three, and we are getting into some interesting characters here on our topic of when playing by the rules yeah We
0: decided sort of to flip, flip the topic on its head, flip what we think about work and the workplace, and kind of flip it on its head and kind of turn the tables on people who think they're
1: just doing great. That's right. We're all promoting healthier, more vibrant, more cooperative workplaces. We're going to get a better bottom line for us in the long run. But, you know, sometimes if we just take that upon ourselves and do that quietly in the background and be what we think is the good cooperative employee, there are ways and many scenarios where that can backfire on us. And we need to be aware of those so that we don't inadvertently sabotage our own contributions. Well, today, Carl, we're
0: talking about the peacekeeper.
1: Tell us a little bit about this person. Well, this person takes on a responsibility of making everything go as smoothly as possible for everyone else. What happens in any workplace is you've got a variety of unpleasant things that happen. You've got your complaining coworker. Oh, there they are giving us more to do, changing the deadline again. Oh, that affects me so much. Wine, wine, wine. You know, the peacemaker wants to make it better for them. So we'll help them out and get their work done. Or you've got your angry supervisors, you know, explosive types out there who cannot deal with things that don't go smoothly and they're looking for someone to blame and start yelling first and thinking and questioning later. And so the peacekeeper you know, immediately changes what they're doing to make this temper tantrum go away. Now, those are great efforts, but what's happening, what we want to draw people's attention to and raise your own personal awareness about is that that, that can backfire so that you are actually giving yourself more work by protecting that co-worker, or you are somehow diminishing your own prospects to mollify immature person in power who lost their temper. And so we're going to chat about that some today. This is the peacekeeper.
0: So it seems like this person may take on responsibility in sort of a, a working atmosphere that may be misplaced or may actually be keeping
1: progress or change from happening. Oh, that's a great way to put it. Yes, because the problem always goes away right away because the peacekeeper will jump in and mollify someone or jump in and help get that work done. And if something is a problem, that problem needs to rise to the surface and get addressed so that it doesn't happen again. And yes, inadvertently, this person keeps that from happening the people with the bad tempers get away with it people who complain and don't pull their weight get away with it because from you know the distance away the distance of their supervisor from them everything looks like it's going along just fine
0: and the reason why i kind of it mentioned in the last in the last podcast that sometimes the peacekeeper is annoying is because i have been in instances where something needed to be addressed as in a person's attitude or you know a a conflict and you know, that person just didn't want to deal with it. And so it actually made the problem worse Mm. and made everybody else kind of upset because it wasn't
1: the reality of what was going on. That's a great way to put it. And here's our tool. This will be our discernment criteria for this person who's so sure they're these almost angelic noble being taking upon themselves, these difficult people and difficult circumstances for the good of the whole. And why, does no one appreciate it. What you want to be thinking about is what will it take to actually address the problem and change the underlying causes so that it doesn't happen again. And oftentimes, most of the time, well, here at Working Matters, we believe all of the time, <laughs> it requires the issue being confronted, addressed as directly as possible and faced, not as a disaster or as a crisis, but just as a problem as an issue. And when that doesn't happen, it's going to backfire on you.
0: Well, I can imagine, and perhaps in my personal life, I'm a bit of a peacekeeper. And one of the things I struggle with is what things do you let go and what things do you bring up? Like when's the appropriate
1: time to bring up an Mm -hmm. issue or a problem? So what we're going to use is we're going to use this confrontation tool. What's actually going to help it go in a healthier direction as your criteria. So as you think about that, um, what we're trying to get aware of is if we're doing something for ourself, like I'm afraid, I don't want to be perceived as a troublemaker, or I'm nervous that I'll never get the promotion I want. Those are legitimate feelings to have, but the subject's you. So that's a good criteria right there, that if you can think about what's going on inside like that and give some words to what you're feeling, that gives you a little distance from it so that you can say, okay, no. My task here is not to just take care of that feeling. I need to find another way that moves toward resolution or an addressing of the issue. So on the other side, for an example would be, let's say you have a supervisor who's lost their temper and is yelling, and you know that just to to give in and be quiet is to undermine the whole process, but that to confront it right in that moment would just start a fight. So then your topic is, well, fighting about it right now isn't going to get us anywhere. I'm not going to bring it up right now. I've got to find another time and another way to address this because a fight isn't going to move this forward. So here the focus is that you're not bringing it up is not going to move it forward. That's different than just the merely doing something for yourself.
0: And we have talked in our other series of podcasts about when dealing with conflict to take your to really be able to take yourself out of the equation. So it's not a personal attack. It's not a personal vendetta against you or against that person that it becomes about the work, that it becomes about mm. you know, what you're doing.
1: Yeah, that's and I a think much that, better way to put it.
0: I think it helps the type of person who feels kind of that anxiety about conflict to address it
1: in a way that is not about themselves to then address things. So that might be a good line of questioning for yourself. You know, What is it about this that's got me all worked up? and Why is the subject me right now? That's legitimate that the subject be you. Don't hear that as not be concerned about how things are impacting you. All we're using it for is a clue to think, okay, the basis for my reaction is not what's best for going forward. It gives you a little space to think of alternatives.
0: Well, I can imagine if you are a person that kind of is... Not wanting to speak up, not addressing an issue, not wanting to cause a fuss or get anyone in trouble. You may be the one that gets in trouble in the end, in, in terms of, I hate the term getting in trouble because it seems like such an infantile thing, but it may be something that affects you if you don't bring up, you know, a coworker's issues or some kind of, you know, wrongdoing that you may be the one who knew, who knew better, and eventually the one who suffers consequences.
1: One of the most common ways of helping a complaining, non-performing teammate backfires is that their work is always getting done. So there comes time for their review, and it's always sparkling because you've always been there to pull them through. But now it's you who've been doing your job and helping one or more other people. Maybe you're coming across as a little more harried and not quite getting to everything on your list because you're trying to be responsible. You're not leaving it for others to do. And so there's an example. Inadvertently, you're thinking that keeping the peace was helping a stressed out co-worker calm down actually backfired on you.
0: To kind of go with our theme, it's, it's not about
1: getting that person in, in
0: trouble. It's about getting them help. I mean, if they truly feel overwhelmed mm-hmm. in their work and you know it, why
1: wouldn't you suggest that they bring that up with the boss? Mm-hmm. No, I agree 100 percent, but you have to keep in your arsenal also that if You need to not help them. You don't need to do it in a parental way. You don't need to do like, this is for your own good or anything like that. You just, oh, sorry, I can't can't help today. It seems contrary to what we've
0: talked about in a team player thing, but this is really about not helping a bad situation get
1: worse. Exactly. That's why you're the peacekeeper. And that's why we're trying to change the subject on what will take things forward in a healthier direction. Not always teamwork. It's not always jumping in that help things go forward. Sometimes that, Perpetuates a problem.
0: Well, thank you for this topic, Carl. I think next week we'll be talking about the enforcer.
1: Oh, dear. <laughs>
0: yes, and I hope you're as curious as I am about the enforcer. <laughs> so and join us on the web at boldenterprises.com. We'd love to hear from you. We're blogging on this topic this week. We'll see you next time.
1: This podcast is a Bold Enterprises production.